Well, hello everybody, it's wonderful to be able to be with you. I wanna say in a particular way, hello to everyone joining us for the very first time. I pray that you are blessed by what is to come. When you ask people what comes to mind when they think of Lent, I find most people say, well, giving something up for Lent. I remember as a child walking around saying to people, so what are you gonna give up for Lent? As if it was some sort of game. But when you ask people, so why do you give something up for Lent? I find very often that people have no real accurate idea why they do. They say things like, well, it's just what you do. It's Lent. It's what I was taught as a child. I remember being young and it was something in my family that we did. Uh, in the, at the Catholic school that I attended, it was something that we talked about. At church, I heard it talked about. But I had no real idea about why we gave something, things up for Lent. I had no idea. I kind of had this weird thought in my mind, and I was wrong, that maybe God, well, he kind of got some perverse pleasure from seeing us suffer, that God liked it when we gave up stuff that we liked. As I say, clearly, I was very wrong. If the truth were told, I had no idea why we gave something up for Lent. It was just something that we had always done. So let's talk about this. Let's talk about this practice of giving something up for Lent what it's all about, because when we do understand it, it's something that we should give thought to before Lent or as it begins. Uh, that's the reason I'm sending you this video today so that you can give some consideration to what you might do. Now, I'll talk about what Lent is all about and the Lent journey when we begin on Ash Wednesday. Now, here are four thoughts that I have that might bless you and help you as you give thought to what you might give up for Lent. Well, the first reason we give up for Lent is that we might say it's a reminder, as a reminder. The events of Good Friday to Easter Sunday are the greatest events in human history without doubt. Because the sin of Adam and Eve, who are representatives of all of humanity, of all of human beings, uh, their sin uh, had caused us to be cut off from God and from heaven. Scripture tells us that sin, which is wrongdoing against God, severs and cuts off our relationship with God and heaven. And we'll talk about it uh, as we get into Lent. But the only way back to God was through the action of Jesus's death and resurrection, which overcomes the effect of sin and this separation from God. We were set free and heaven was made accessible to all of humanity once again because of what Jesus did. It is the free gift of of God, the scripture tells us. Giving something up, uh, up uh, through Lent acts as a reminder constantly of God's love throughout the days of Lent, as we prepare to relive, remember, and be renewed by God's love. So when you give up coffee, or tea, or chocolate, uh, or alcohol, or social media, or candy, lollies, or sweets, that are meant to, they're meant to act as a prompt, as reminders of God's love for us. Look at what God did for us. I don't know about you, but there are times when I want to do things, but I don't remember to do them unless I set reminders to do them. There are things I want to think about, but unless I set a reminder to do it, sometimes giving things up, particularly when we're in the habit of them, they can be reminders. They're meant to remind us that as we approach the events of Easter to prepare our hearts and minds to come closer to God, so, so the first reason we might give things up for Lent is as a reminder. The second reason we might give things up for Lent is because it's a discipline over the flesh. A discipline over the flesh. What do I mean by that? 
Well, St. Paul tells us that there's a battle taking place within us, within each of us, between what St. Paul calls the flesh and the spirit. Now, the flesh is that tendency within us to do what we want, regardless of what God desires, while the spirit which dwells within us is what God wants for us and in us. And this battle between the flesh and the spirit is raging all the time. Can I ask you this question? Do you ever know the right thing to do and not do it? Do you ever know, uh, you know that you should exercise, but you don't do it? You know you should be mindful of others, but you don't do it. Have you ever noticed that you can be perfectly nice to strangers, but to the people you love the most, you can say the most terrible things? Or is that just me? See, we're not alone in this. We're not alone in this. It's not just me. St. Paul talks about this. St. Paul writes, when he writes to the Roman church in the book of Romans, chapter 7, verse 15, St. Paul writes this, and it's fascinating. He says this, I do not understand my own actions, for I do not do what I want, but I do the very things I hate. But in fact, it's no longer I that do it, but sin that dwells within me. For I know that nothing good dwells within me that is in my flesh. I can will what is right, but I cannot do it. I love that. I can will what is right, but I cannot do it. For I do not do the good I want, but the evil I do not want is what I do. Now, if I do what I do not want, it is no longer I that do it, but sin that dwells within me. St. Paul talks about this battle that, that is within us, this battle that rages between the flesh, knowing, wanting to do whatever it wants, and the spirit prompting us to do what God wants. See, when we give up things for Lent, we in effect take control over the flesh, and we don't allow the flesh to tell us what to do. We tell that part of us that wants to take us opposed to who God wants us to be, uh, we tell it that you are in submission to us. And so by the discipline of denying ourselves sometimes things we want, it is to take discipline over our flesh. So the third reason we give something up is this, is, is it to work at becoming the person God calls us to be. It's to work at becoming the person God calls you to be. Let me ask you some other questions. If I was to ask you, are you happy with who you are? Or do you think if you met God today, would God be pleased with who you are right now? Right now? Can I ask you this question? Years ago, when you thought about your life now, did you think this would be who you were or what your life was like and how you were? See, Lent is a time when you can make changes in your life as you prepare to encounter God at Easter. Lent can be a transformative time in all of our lives. So why don't you give up that which you don't want in your life, that habit, that way of behaving, those thoughts? Why don't you change? Why don't you give up for Lent? Change those things that need to be changed. Maybe you're someone who gossips. Maybe you're judgmental or you, you're jealous about what others have. Maybe it's what you look at on the internet, what you allow your mind to pause and wander on. Maybe it's laziness or personal discipline. Maybe how you speak about others, your fitness, your diet, 
you're, you're being self-controlled and being self-centered, maybe these are the things that you should give up or get discipline over. Give up the very thing you don't want in your life to become who God wants you to be this Lent. Think about that. Give up the very thing in your life that you don't want or you don't like the way you are. Give that up in order to be the person that God wants you to be this Lent. Uh, be and do it during this Lent. Fourthly, another reason why we give things up is it's an opportunity to lay down our life for others. An opportunity to lay down our life for others. Jesus' whole ministry was to lay down his life, culminating in his death and then his resurrection for you and me. During Lent, why don't you do the same for others? Not just in other places, not for just people you don't know, but at home, at work, among your friends as well. Maybe you're someone who doesn't do the dishes, make your bed, take out the trash. Why don't you do those things? Why don't you send an encouraging note? Take the time and send a note to every member of your family, an email, a message, a letter. I was thinking of you recently and the fine person that you are, you might write. You might tell them what you would say to them on a special day or even after they have gone. You know, sometimes we never tell people what we thought of them, do we? And then it's too late. Why don't you maybe take on serving the poor in some way? Maybe visit an elderly person who could use some company. Maybe send some time with someone who's lonely. Be the person at your work, your place of work, to clean up, get coffee for others, notice someone else, and be encouraging without any need of acknowledgement. So giving up for something for Lent, you might say hey, there's four ways we can approach it as a reminder of what Jesus has done for us and his love for us, as a discipline over the flesh, uh, maybe working toward the person God wants us to be and calls us to be by eliminating things from our life, or it's an opportunity to take things on, to lay down our life as Jesus did for others. Can I say to you, don't give things up for Lent or take things on for Lent, this Lent, without thought. Just don't do it just because you once did it. Or you heard someone else say, we should give things up for Lent, so I will. But you have no clue why. We give things up, to, up for Lent to remind us to turn to God more fully. Or maybe to turn back to God. Or maybe for some of us to turn to God for the very first time. This Lent, this Lent, 2022, this can be a life-changing experience for you. If you'll let it. If you'll let it. This can change your life, this Lent. And my prayer for you is that you would experience change in your life, that you would encounter God in your life, because that's the reason we change. So let me ask you a question. What are you going to give up? Or what are you going to take on for Lent? Let me pray, and then I'll share one last thought. Loving God, you know every person that's listening to the sound of my voice right now. You see them, and there are no hidden secrets. You know everything about everybody who's watching. Nothing is hidden. You know everything about everyone who's listening. Nothing is hidden from you in their life. God, put within their heart right now, bring to their mind right now those things that maybe they can change, those ways that they can be reminded of your love, those areas of their life where they can move to be more the person they want to be 
let alone the person you want them to be. Oh Lord God, those things that you want them to lay their life out like you. In these days before we start on Lent, Lord God, remind us, remind us of your love. And may we prepare our hearts for this amazing journey that is now in our life. It doesn't matter whether we've done Lent in the past. It doesn't matter whether we will do Lent again in the future. But this is the moment. This is our time to encounter you and to live with you and to hear your voice and your action in our life. And Father, we make this prayer in the name of Jesus through the power of your Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, I want to encourage you as we conclude to join the conversation below in the comments section or if you're listening by podcast to check out the links in the description. Hey, I look forward to beginning uh, this journey with you. I'm looking forward to seeing you. God bless you. And don't forget, wherever you are, God is never far from you.